0: What's up ladies and gents this is your host tony here with outfield talk joined with uh special guest nico is joining me today because hit the fan and i'm pissed off about it um what 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 happened today nico what what's what's papa uh, joe making us do well
1: i believe that the uh, cdc came out and said that uh fully vaccinated people are allowed to go without masks in some indoor setting, and they cannot socially distance anymore.
0: But what did Uncle Joe do exactly that just would set people off? I don't know. Maybe. He,
1: it sounds like he put out a mean tweet in which from what I'm told, the last guy to put out mean tweets nobody looked like.
0: The, the tweet was literally, I say and I quote, it was. The rule. It is. It is. The rule is now simple get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. The choice is yours. And I didn't send you this. There was a video after of it, after he tweeted this. Three, like, it's a three second video. And it's just him chilling in the Oval Office with his arms crossed, just acting all cool. And he's just like, Remember people, vaxxed or masked, and it fades to black. What the f- what the fuck
1: <laughs> sounds inspiring?
0: That sounds total tal- that sounds total tal- totalitarian. Total that's the word that I meant. Dictator, also another word that you could use that's floating around. What happened to Unity, man? weren't we all supposed to like come together and sing kumbayas now that you know orange man's out of the white house well
1: i mean with the price of gas and the price of food and lost jobs and there is nobody singing kumbaya in the middle east at the mine
0: well you know how he fixed you, you know how he fixed the gas issue i found this out today he just paid the ransom five million that was it just Five million to the hacker. Give us our gas oh, back. Oh,
1: right, 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 right. Because pipelines can be hacked, but elections
0: huh? Okay, I'm, apparently. But still, what the fuck? You can't. <laughs> if all these people that are vaccinated are allowed to walk around and be free and everything like this, and they're safe from the virus now. Why the f- why the fuck does it matter if I have my mask or if I don't from here on out?
1: Well, for one, I don't know how they're going to I mean, short of showing papers everywhere you go, they're not going to know who really is and who's not. Secondly, let's turn to Major League Baseball real quick because I believe there are four fully vaccinated Yankees players slash staff members who have contracted COVID a second time.
0: While vaccinated, fully vaccinated, yeah. Cool. yeah. What so the? What's the point? What's what the point? What's the point? It's 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 the common cold. You're you're gonna get sick. It it only matters when you're old. It matters if you're freaking three hundred pounds. It matters if. It's just.
1: <laughs> you have some sort of underlying cause.
0: I just don't get how you can be like. Well, it's going to come to that point where you're going to have to walk into Walmart or something, and it's just like, oh, make sure you bring your papers if you want to come shop here. Like like fucking Costco. Like they,
1: like they check your receipt out the door?
0: Yeah. Well, like Costco, where they're like, oh, you have your Costco card? You can come in. Yeah. All right. Come on in. It's going to be, show us your papers. Oh, you, you may pass. z Hyo, by the way.
1: <laughs>
0: Hail Hydra, if you want to keep it low key and not say see Kyle. I don't fucking get it. And then the tweets was that honestly set me off on a whole other level. Cause he's been bragging about, Oh, I've gotten so many people vaccinated. I did my promise of a hundred days. We'd have this amount of people vaccinated. And now it's just like, Hey, get back. So your life's fucked. Yeah. But
1: like, I just don't understand which, um, like, what vaccination that we have now. Like, there's like full blown, like, ads, and like, they have to promote it and like give free stuff away for people to get it. Like, the, what is it, the guy in Ohio, like the governor or whatever, is giving away $5 million to people.
0: Yeah, it's a five five lucky winners in a lottery.
1: Right, right. It's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah, <laughs> like get your vaccine, show us your papers, and then we'll put you in a drawing for a million dollars.
0: And then what was what was it the other day where you're talking about the game? Was it LL L. Bean?
1: Yeah. So, uh, here in Maine, they're giving like sea dogs tickets, twenty dollars gift card to beans, and like a free fishing license. If you get vaccinated
0: again, why? <laughs> like,
1: right? I mean, you shouldn't have to promote something that like is legitimate
0: and and is experimental. Like, it's an experimental drug that we're going through. I mean, my employees, like one of them, got vaccinated, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But the other one had to get vaccinated in order to be on campus at her school. Like in order to be living in order to be living on their housing complexes, they have to be fully vaccinated if they want to step foot on campus and stay at student dorms. You can't do that.
1: Well, they're private entities, so I think that they can. Somehow it's just like getting the flu shot to go to school or or whatever. Uh, but my thing is is like OSHA just came out and was like if your business that employs you mandates the vaccine, that they're responsible for your injuries as work injuries.
0: So if you get COVID, you're getting paid? Is that what you're saying?
1: Or like worse, but yeah. Right. I
0: just, I wanna understand this presidency so far. (laughs) like. I wasn't one of those people that was like up in arms, saying like, "Oh, fucking Biden won, stole the election." Like, I wasn't up in arms about it. I was like, "All right, fuck it, like whatever, we'll see how this goes." But now it's a complete shit show. Like this narrative, this narrative of the pandemic has been just nonstop in your face when it's really not that big of a fucking deal. Like, (laughs) I mean, like your chances of
1: being seriously sick is more likely from the vaccine than the actual virus
0: if it was really that bad i would have caught it a second time already i work with a whole bunch of people that in a tourist town coming and going exchanging cash like i'm not constantly sanitizing my hands after every single purchase whatever like you if think
1: really that bad i would have died already yeah, like- yeah you know, I'm a partial mask wearer, like get groceries or like, you know, I'm inside the school or whatever. But outside of that, like, I would have had it by now a second time if it was that bad.
0: Exactly. And that's exactly what I was saying. Like, I literally work with like random ass people coming in every single day. I deal with people that don't wear the mask. I'm like, hey man, you gotta, you gotta wear it if I have to wear it, and I haven't gotten any flack about it yet, but
1: I did one time. I had it below my nose at the grocery store, and some the cashier wouldn't cash me out until I pulled it over my nose. Like he legitimately stepped away from the register and said, "I won't do this unless you pull it over your nose."
0: Even though there's that plexiglass that's protecting him? or do they not have those anymore?
1: And he had a mask on himself.
0: Hmm. Isn't that supposed to protect you? Isn't that what? Isn't that what Vice President Fauci has been saying? One
1: hundred percent.
0: That's the that's the other thing is came out that Fauci is promoting the lab in Wuhan that freaking had this shit come out of. But we don't talk about that, because that's naughty. You can't say that. Not when our golden boy's over here saying, keep the masks on, keep the masks on. Can't have that. Mm -mm -mm." Look over here. We're out of gas. Pay attention to that. No gas. We have no gas. Oh, wait. We got hacked. And then I I got you your gas back, because I paid off the freaking hackers.
1: Right. And like, you know, a year ago, it was, oh, nobody has toilet paper or like, You know,
0: what were people running out
1: of, toilet paper and food? And now
0: it's like, oh, it's, you know, this now. It's gas. Fill up. You got to fill up your trash bags and your Tupperware with gas just to survive and go to work. Oh, wait. Nobody wants to go to work. That's the other thing that's going on right now. Nobody wants to work. And I wonder why that is
1: pretty sure CNN just talked about it the other day that they only had like a two hundred thousand 200,000 people like got jobs in like I don't know if it was like the last month or whatever the window was but they had to like double check the numbers to be like is this real life
0: but but Uncle Joe's over there saying that he's made a lot of jobs available it just
1: right and I believe Speaking of jobs, if they're restarting that job across the border to finish up that wall.
0: <laughs> the wall was a bad idea though, I thought. Oh wait, what it doesn't work? What would have swayed that opinion? I don't know. Maybe there's just some overloaded facilities that finally they realize hey, we need to have some control here about it? I don't know. That might that might have something to do with it. it should. But then you've also got those you've also got those people that are taking those illegals, putting them on planes with a little envelope saying, "I think I think on Driggy Bros it said that the organization was like MVM or something like that that's taking these people on flights and then just dropping them off."
1: Uh, human trafficking. So you're
0: talking- yeah, the human trafficking, and it's mandated. It's it's an actual government job. Like what right. the fuck. My family came over here legally back in the day, way before I was born, came here, did the papers, everything. I had them come through Ellis Island and the Mexican border the right way back in the day. But now I guess that's just out the door. You want to come over here, send a kid or two, boom, instant citizenship. Granted, can't have the kids away from the parents. When's it stop? When? Ah, this,
1: Does it stop?
0: It, it irritates me so much, man. Like, And it shouldn't. Like, if I was if I was back in high school or college, it'd be like, oh, whatever. It's just the world. But now that I'm an, an adult and I'm actually paying attention to what goes on, like, what the
1: fuck? I think, I think most of these high are going to be sound ridiculous. But, like, kids like we were them at one point like not really caring we just kind of went with what was said and like now that we're adults we can think for ourselves like holy cow like these things are real
0: yeah and like cancel culture too like anytime you post anything about COVID or literally anything you're getting fact checked now or you're getting your posts taken down getting thrown into social media jail but then you have like celebrities have,
1: have,
0: have yeah i have yet to either <laughs> i've had post, flag. I've been post flagged. but then you have celebrities like chrissy Teigen, who's telling a 16 year old to go kill herself because she's married Easy. to a 55 year old all of her social media is still up in up in arms but you're she's literally telling a girl hey go fucking kill yourself
1: I think uh Target just had enough of her and removed all her like kitchenware or whatever they sell for
0: her. But if, if all these social media companies supposedly care about, you know, hate speech and all that, you literally have a woman who's on a like one of the highest pedestals, one of the most well known women in the world. You show a picture, people probably know who she is, saying, Hey, go kill yourself. Uh, that's that's just Chrissy being Chrissy. She's she's just a kidder. She's she doesn't mean it. A she's America's sweetheart. What are you talking about? Like, get the you fuck out you. of here. So honestly, <laughs> you you can't get on in this world unless you're aligned with that area. And they're just like, oh, they're just that's just them being them. But if, but if you're someone like, you know, like Chris Pratt or something, who's a known Republican and hunts and kills animals and speaks his mind about God and everything like that, it's just what the fuck you're you're fucking weirdo. Like, get out of here. You just finish your Marvel contract and then we're gonna be done with you. Like, we don't we don't need you anymore. I haven't seen him in anything since. Have you? I haven't.
1: I'm not. i am not i not a big movie watcher, but I am
0: not the And then it it also goes into like um, SNL. Apparently, that was all talk with Elon Musk coming in to host, and then all the SNL like ha- four people from the SNL cast were. Oh, I don't feel comfortable with such a controversial host. I'm gonna have to sit this one out. <laughs> they all fucking performed in the episode like it was it was just it's just stage theatrics it's just like oh he's 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 such a bad guy he he doesn't mean anything but i need i need to get paid this week so i guess i'll just bite the bullet and hopefully
1: what was, what was the award show that just happened was it the Grammys or the oscars or...
0: uh golden globes
1: yeah like what, the ratings were down below 10 billion for, like the first time in I mean, it was more than half down than last year or two years ago. Whenever they did it, like,
0: and Donald Glover called them out on their shit. Yeah, and they just can't. They
1: just canceled. Uh, did they just cancel
0: the Oscars? I wouldn't be surprised. Nobody's watching anymore because it's all it's all on Zoom. Like everyone wants to watch like the live, the well, live thing. No one wants to. No one wants to Zoom shit anymore. We're over that. We're past that. We did a year of that teachers are done with it, regular people are done with it. That just needs to die. We're over. We're past it. The pandemic is over, in my opinion.
1: It's been over for a long time for real Americans.
0: But yet, it's not because if you're not vaccinated, you're still wearing that mask. You better put it on, Mister. Who's gonna?
1: Who's gonna tell me that I?
0: i mean are you gonna carry your papers around with you everywhere you go well
1: i don't do you carry around all your shot records around and show people randomly that you got your chickenpox vaccine?
0: nope and that's unconstitutional for people to ask anyways
1: so why is it okay all of a sudden people with COVID?
0: because it's such a big deal it's such a terrible terrible disease it'll fuck you up man yeah, exactly.
1: it'll It'll really put you on your ass for about three days.
0: No. And it's it's killing grandma and grandpas. In nursing homes.
1: So with the flu.
0: No, 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 no. Look at the flu numbers. Flu <laughs> numbers are down this year. We only had like 300, 500 cases of the flu this year. You know, was it was
1: down 96% or something?
0: Everybody had COVID.
1: When I'm leaving twice? <laughs>
0: I'm just, I'm done with the hypocrisy in the world and just where we're going as a nation. It's it's mind-blowing that we've gotten to this point, how everything is just polarized and everybody just feeds into what the people on the TV tell them, rather than, you go ahead.
1: I think that it's it, like our country is more aware. Within the last year, I think more people have woken up than people who listen to the TV. And I think honestly, this world is just like an illusion. Like everything's a stage for these people. And I think if everything truly came out about everything that goes on in this country or whatever, like people's false reality, like they wouldn't be able to believe it. Like Their mind wouldn't let them believe it.
0: So are you a big sim world guy? You think we live in a sim world?
1: I don't think we live in a sim world, but I think like, a lot of
0: things are fake or like staged. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll throw my tinfoil hat on. We're in a sim world. <laughs> How else could you have a guy who's pretty much shown us that he has dementia as our leader? Can't talk. Has to have people like drag him off the stage so he don't doesn't say anything else stupid coming out of his mouth, doesn't answer questions for the media anymore.
1: He only had like what eight thousand people watching the inauguration.
0: Yep, and you had you had more people thumbs downing it on YouTube too, on the live on the live cast. But he has the most votes out of any president.
1: Yeah, all time.
0: All time. Beat his boy Obama. Yeah. And, and
1: Trump got the most re election votes all time.
0: Uh, Alright, I'm over this. I'm past this. Let's 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 lighten up the subject here a little bit. Right. Let's get into coaching. I I had a rough I had a rough day of coaching today and I posted about it earlier. You saw it how the kids
1: uh,
0: it it pretty much was just saying that parents you can't teach your kids that they have to play all the time that they don't have to overcome some adversity and that they know everything pretty much And, and I ran into that problem at practice today I I was doing a simulated game so all my pitchers could throw their bullpens before, but I wanted them to throw live batters too. So my hitters got some work. Um, It was, they were, they were throwing like an inning each. So it shouldn't, it should not have taken as long as it did. But like the beginning of practice, everyone's moving around, jumping, going place to place like they're supposed to. And like towards the end of it, it was just walking, walking. We're taking forever for the pitchers to get warmed up, loose. And like they see their parents pulling up into the parking lot. So one by one I had kids saying, hey, I gotta go. Hey, I gotta go. And we ended practice at like 7.20. What time did
1: you
0: start? Start at five. It oh. it should have been a regular two hour practice. And the only reason why I ran over is because they started being lackadaisical. I had kids laying down in the outfield during warmups and all that. So that was getting me pissed off. And and then once practice ended, I was like, everybody, third base. Like I'm I'm fed up with this. Like you guys are running today. You weren't gonna run today, but now you're gonna run. Like you're going to third base going to third base. We're doing a star. And one of my kids came up to me. He's like, Coach, I gotta get out of here. I, I live X amount of miles away. My dad's right there. And I was like, So what? Like, you wanna waste my time? Always theirs. I'll talk to your dad. I'll go over there and I'll talk to him. I'll tell him what why we're running still, why practice is going on so late. Third base, get a star. Boom. Get out of here. But it was just the constant back talk, back talk, back talk, back talk. I'm the coach, man. I'm I'm in charge. I what I my it's my way or the highway, pretty much at this point. You guys wanna waste time. Should have been done earlier you would have gotten home done your homework had dinner you're wasting you're wasting my time i don't have to be here i choose to be here but i keep running into the same problem of even when i'm correcting them on stuff or my or my old man is it's like backtalk it's like oh but i was doing this because of this like no like you're not comprehending it man like <laughs> If we wanted it to do, if we wanted you to do it that way, we tell you like, "Hey, it's good. You did the right thing." But you're something's not going right here. We're trying to correct you on it so you can do it the right way and get things done. So I don't know if you have anything going on like that, but God damn, coaching is. Yeah, um uh, I mean nothing quite. I mean, we
1: we went in a little kids for a little bit, and we just kind of had to come back as a team and figure out who we were a little bit, but um, we did after a game on a couple days ago, we get off the bus, and you know, I had a player text me and said that he wasn't enjoying the team and didn't want to be a part of it anymore, and so I asked him why, (laughs) and he tells me because he didn't have enough playing time. And so I say, you know, I'll, I'll respect your decision and I'll support you either way, but like, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'm totally here to talk about it. I was like, you just played three of the last five games. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't hit. You DH for me the whole time. And I was like, okay, well, like, you want to talk about it? You know, I'm here to talk about it. He's like, just do, like, He's like, I don't really want to. And I was like, all right, well, I need to leave So uh, that was kind of the end of that. But it was, I didn't really see it coming. Because, like, I kind of saw him, like, he, I saw him part of the team. But, like, the day it happened, I noticed, like, when we were in, like, pregame huddles or, like, in between inning huddles, like, he would just sit on the bench by himself. this but, like, I didn't think it was to that point, but the fact that he didn't want to talk about it, and, like, he's a kid that, like, I'm not just going to sit you the bench, because I think you should just sit the bench, like, you know, I treat everybody on the team fairly, and, like, for me, that's, you know, if you're not going to put any the effort, and, like, you're not as talented as some other kids, like, this is the way it goes.
0: So that kind of goes into how I was taught if I wanted to play at the next level was there's always going to be a guy that's hungrier than you. There's always going to be somebody that wants it more. If if you're really serious about it and you want the playing time, you have to go out and earn it. It doesn't matter if you're a junior or senior playing on varsity. There's going to be freshmen and sophomores that want to play there too. Like no one no one wants to play JV for three years straight. Everyone wants to move on to that next level and be the big dog on campus playing on varsity.
1: They want they want to not play JV but they don't want to do the work and not play JV.
0: Right. So if you're if you're a kid that thinks that he's, you know, all hot shit coming out here and then realistically you have to do that. You have to keep that same mentality all four years and compete and bust your ass because you don't know what you don't know who's coming up behind you.
1: I got kids that you know they they play travel in the fall and then they do like some indoor league in the in the winter, and then you know they're the ones playing in the spring, and then the kids who aren't playing it done in the spring are like, you know, why am I not playing? It's like, well. What have you done that shows me you can play? Because, like, you didn't really get better from this year to last year. so.
0: Right. And you can – I mean, they can use the excuse, oh, we had a year off. Like, you had a year off to put in – you had a year off. Yeah, so did everybody else. You got some kid who probably was in the weight room all last year with the with the quarantine going on, lifting weights, getting stronger, hitting the cage. Has a has a tee and a net set up at home, putting in putting in the work. Dad's hitting them ground balls at the park, with social distancing, of course. Of
1: course,
0: if if you take a year off, that's lots of reps that aren't there, and it and, and it was, shows. I
1: think there was two different kids, you know, one of them all the year off is like just an extra long off season to get better and then there's the other one that said oh it's a year off i'll get ready right before it's time to play
0: knowing that i'm have a varsity spot already since i played there two years ago yes. yeah exactly but you can't go in with that mindset and it might be a it might be a parent thing telling them oh my god my kid's so good like you're so, you're the best like Every parent's supposed to tell their kid that. Every parent's supposed to think that their kid's the best. Are
1: they
0: yes and no. I mean. <laughs> I mean,
1: didn't didn't Clay Matthews get cut by his dad in like high school or college?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Or like he was benched at least. I don't think he was cut, but he was benched.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can you can go with the old school Michael Jordan analysis too. Getting cut, and then he came back and became one of the best players of all time like <laughs> and that and that also brings in like us as california kids we had it made like that you had you had to be hungry if you wanted to play and make it out of california because everyone is playing you
1: can make it out of california if you just wanted to make you know freshman to jv or jv to varsity like you had to do the work to do that
0: yeah because everyone's playing year-round and then you also had multi-sport athletes there too I mean, like, just like anywhere else. If anything, the competition here should somewhat be better because those kids are constantly, with how small the rosters are and how they all have to play multi-sports, a multi-sport athlete is way better than just a singular athlete, a kid that plays one sport only. because <laughs> So it, it boggles the brain a little bit, coaching out here, as opposed to what we had to go through out there. I, I was a single-sport athlete, and honestly, I sucked. I, legit, I I didn't get good until I was about, like, 13, and that was just constant, constant hours of in the cage and fielding and pitching. and.
1: <clears throat> I think to be a multi-sport athlete in those southern states, like, it just shows how much more you have to do, because you're taking some of your training time for one sport, and using it for another sport. You might be getting better athletically, but, like, specific skills, like, you have to make time for that off-season sport at the same time. So, like, when I was playing football, like, on the weekends, I was doing baseball.
0: Yeah, you got to keep you gotta keep the uh, tools in the shed a little sharp.
1: Right. Like, you can't just, like, oh, it's football. And, and I noticed that here with basketball is, and maybe it's, Maybe it's just the environment. Like, a coach has never, like, required that of them to, like, play summer ball or whatever. But, like, I just noticed, like, if they're doing, like, summer basketball or football, like, they don't want to put in the effort into another sport at the same time.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that. It's just like that block mentality of I can only work on basketball during the winter and football during the fall, and then once baseball or cross comes around, like that's all I'm focusing on, right?
1: Right, but like why not work on multiple? Like you're not doing that one sport every day.
0: Oh, but I don't have the time. I have so much homework, and I have a girlfriend that I would like to hang out with and there's a party that's coming up this weekend there's just no time man i just i can't i can't do it
1: time. You, just, you just you don't have the priority to put it in your time frame yeah if it
0: if it really meant that much to you to play at the next level you have you have to find the time
1: i mean so let's see if you play catch for a half hour get off the tee for a half hour and work out for an hour that's two hours out of your day And
0: there's 24 hours in a day. Uh, Subtract 8 for sleep. 16. Okay. Give or or take. Did I do my math right? I'm not a math major. Uh, Yeah, 16. Subtract 8, that's 16 hours. That's 10 hours.
1: Right, but you're subtracting the 2 for baseball.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then...
1: And then I'd say football or basketball is another 2.
0: Yeah, it's do it, It's doable, but you don't have a lot of kids out here that I think would put in that time and effort.
1: I mean, I've been. I mean, as a coach, I've been blessed over the last three years to have kids that have done that. I mean, that's how I can tell the difference between the two types of kids. But um, I definitely have kids that are you know, they put the work in, you know, throughout the year, not just during baseball season.
0: Right. So for you as a coach, we'll we'll go into this. How do you how do you deal with a kid that you see as uncoachable? Or what do you deem a kid that's uncoachable? Given your expertise in the field the past, I don't know how many years you've been coaching now. This is my second year. You can count three if you count my college coaching, but that was just mostly messing around with the guys.
1: Uncoachable kid. I mean, I think an uncoachable kid is just you know, someone who's not very receptive to, to change or like criticism. Like you tell them to do one thing and they just don't do it. But, like, if they don't do it because they can't physically, like, they're working on it, that's one thing. But, like, if you're doing it and they're blatantly not doing it. Like, for me, the big thing that screams uncoachable is, like, what how I value the weight room.
0: Which is? You know,
1: you know like, I expect, you know, in season, we lift in season two days a week. Because usually two to three days a week. So like, if we play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll lift Tuesday, Thursday, sometimes Saturday. So like preseason, like if we're in preseason, so I don't expect him to lift on green days, basically. No. I, mean, I could at least once, maybe, because um, there's enough time gap in between game and lifting. Um, but preseason, it's like three to four days a week. You know and you know i am pretty good right now like this year i had the biggest turnout from kids who can drive themselves which was a good sign. like so usually typically i don't expect kids who can't drive to be there at 6 a.m you know because like their parent has to take them or whatever but like the kids that can drive themselves i 100 expect them to be there right <laughs> part of, that's part of your commitment to baseball and part of your being coachable is like showing up and i don't go at 6 a.m because like i like to wake up early i like my sleep just as much but you know that's what fits in our schedule that's what fits in my schedule you know it's easier for me to lift in the morning have them go to class and go to practice after because usually I'm working after practice, so I don't have. I mean, I could certainly make time, but you know, then I'm taking away from
0: work. Right. So how how do you approach an uncoachable kid? Like, what do you, what do you do if, like, let's just say one of your better players is just like const, He just constantly gives you lip and like doesn't listen to anything you say. But you know, you know, he has the potential to play great so how so how would you approach that like let's
1: just i think a, a couple of times like for me is if i be a talented kid like and they give me a lift like i've had out of practice phone calls that were like hey i know we're friends like off the field but at the same time like i'm still your coach and i still need you to be coachable in front of other people because like people see how you treat me. And, like if they think that that's how they can treat me, then everybody's gonna talk to me like that, and like that's not okay. Yep. So, like you have to kind of separate that friendship, coach, player mentality, you know, off the field. Um, I think you can still have it on the field. I think there just has to be boundaries instead of like, you know, you're not gonna talk to me at practice the way you would like if we were hanging out at your house like in the weight room or whatever or like you know you know what i mean like hanging out outside of practice or a game
0: right well once you get to our office on the field like it's all business from there on out well if yeah. if we're like in a team meeting or something yeah i don't mind the couple joking around or if we're playing catch whatever like you can i let them speak freely but for me
1: the line. I'm yeah there,
0: there is there's is a fine line i mean um the boy the boys all went the boys all knew that i went on a date uh last night and then so they were giving me shit they're giving me shit about it during playing catch today and then finally it got to the point i was like all right all right that's it that's enough like we're cool like here's what happened it was nothing happened we're fine move on play catch and then let's hit the field but with this with this kid like It doesn't matter like how hard I come down on him like I can't I constantly I constantly have to tell him like pay attention like he he has no ears whatsoever like he won't pay attention so it's constantly me or the old man yelling at him doing this 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 and just nothing like the mouth the mouse in his head isn't moving the wheel but I know that he but I know that he's a good player like so I would constantly have to like be on him and just like dude you're like a leader of this team like you're you're splitting time with varsity and jv like I see you as one of the leaders on my team like set I mean, the example
1: receive information better like I'm sure you've tried you know conveying information in different ways other than like you know being a big meanie coach <laughs> well well that's the old
0: man's job He's usually the bully. And I'm usually the one that's just like, hey, like, hey, he means that you have to do it this way, and just like, hey, relax. Yeah, worked, is what you're yeah. And then it comes it comes to the point sooner or later where I have to be the asshole. Where I'm just like, dude, get your head out of your ass and do it. Like, don't give either of us lip about it anymore. Like, we've told you how to do it. We we know that you can do it this way. so what's up (laughs) i mean and then he's also he he's up at varsity and like he doesn't get playing time up there and he's been texting me um when we when i have free time he's like i i kind of just want to like be down at jv and get my reps and work on my pitching and then I'm just like no dude like I want I want you up at varsity because I know you're gonna be there sooner or later I want you to see what you're getting yourself into like I don't really like that you're not getting reps up there like I'd'd I'd like if you got like in a bat or something during the games just so you can see what the pitching's like up there but you know I'm not gonna just walk up to the varsity coach and be like hey you can't have him anymore he wants to be down with me like sure. that's your call you yeah, I mean, like, you what's go what's talk called? to him. Yeah. Like
1: the the coaching staff usually decides that. So.
0: Yeah, that's that's your call. If you want to go talk to the varsity coach and be like, I just want to be down on JV. Just know someone else is going to get called up, and you don't know what how the varsity coach is going to react to them being called up. He might give them a shot, and they burst out. Boom! You lost. You lost your job. You're with me next year. Right. So it's it's good for him to be up there but at the same time he he is one of those kids that just like will not listen unless like we're hard on him like really hard on him about it
1: well that doesn't mean he's uncoachable. maybe that's just the best way he receives information which i mean if i were a player like i wouldn't want to push my coaches to that point but you know
0: my my coaching philosophy i don't like to be the asshole i like i like to have a nice relaxed practice and just everybody lets loose if i have to be hard that i have to so be it the because i'm a jv i'm a jv coach i'm just there i'm the farm system i'm just there to make sure that they're ready we can still have fun and fool around because we're jv like no one takes us seriously but at the same time I have to get you guys ready for the next level. So one, I'm able to keep my job because it looks like I know what I'm doing. And two, so the varsity coach doesn't come down hard on my ass saying, what the fuck did you give me this year? None of these kids know what a double cut is. None of these kids know like simple bunk coverage. What'd you guys do down there?
1: we were
0: really relaxed because tony wants to be relaxed well but at the same time it's not it's not we have fun but we get serious that's what the old man's for i'm the nice relaxed coach the old man he's the one that comes down hard on their asses right until it gets to that point like it did today where i had to be the asshole and i was just like If you guys are complaining about your parents waiting in the parking lot, you guys shouldn't have been walking around the goddamn field. You shouldn't have been wasting anybody's time. You guys, it was, should have been all business. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone got to throw their, their 20, 30 pitches to batters and peace.
1: Right.
0: Two hour practice set in stone. But no, you guys wanted to fuck around and waste my time. So, hey, you got a star. Get out of here.
1: You get
0: your old star for the day, saying that you showed up to practice. No, no, no. The star. I. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure I told you. Third base, center field, center field, oh, first yeah, base, yeah. first left, right, boom. Running star, yes. And we used. We just used to do three of those for fun back in high school, and they're complaining about one, and that's their thing. It's just like, student athletes are soft now, man. I'll say it. I don't. I know. Not all of them. No, but the majority of my like the difference between my first squad that I had and this squad, my first squad, my first year of coaching, they fell into line. They knew that right. you know, we got to do this this and this otherwise that's waiting for us at the end of practice. This squad has not gotten that yet and we're at the end of the year. Right. So it, that's just the that's just the other frustrating part is Eesh. But, hey, with coaching, you got new kids and new obstacles to overcome. I mean, you're the same way. You deal with new kids coming in at, at the varsity level that you have to deal with. Right. Learning how they are and how you can be with them. That's just life.
1: 100%. is That's just life.
0: Yeah, well, I propose that we uh, cut this off and hop on the show and game a little bit and see where the night takes us, yeah?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, well, I'm your host, Tony, here with Outfield Talk. Always thankful to have my boy Nico hop on and yeah, have a nice night, everybody. This is Outfield Talk. Good night.